Hello, Weebs, new and old, and welcome back to Gateway to the Anniverse, the podcast that aims to guide anime novels to the weird, wide, and wonderful world of Japanese animation, and sometimes other things too. My name is Sam, a self-proclaimed anime expert, and with me, as always, is our novice, Will. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Anniverse. Uh, yeah, we're, we're talking um, all things One Piece today. We're doing things a little bit different. Woo! Um, we we, <laughs> we we decided with the release of the new series we would pick I really wanted to talk about it basically I I binge watched it after realizing Will brought that it this had gone to us today and um thought why why not uh, just spend some time thinking about one piece getting just reveling in that world with uh, with Luffy and the gang um if you're new to the podcast, we talk all things anime usually. We usually also drop other things in there, things we've been up to. Um, you know, blockbusters, movies we've seen, all that kind of jazz, and uh, give our opinions on it. My audio has decided to go all really um, jingly jangly. Uh, it's a, it's, it's, um, jingly jangly. It sounds really weird in my ears, so I'm a bit disorientated at the minute. I'm going to ride it It sounds good for me. Good. As long as it sounds all right for you, that's the fine... I think it's the connection probably... Oh, technical issues. Uh, never mind. We'll carry on. Um, we'll yeah. solve it live. This is what you come to the podcast for. Absolutely. For technical difficulties that could be solved by most people, but not <laughs> us. <laughs> yeah, we'll just suffer through listening to myself as a robot. Um, Sam, One Piece. Yes. Um, I love it. I think Got before... It so before I watched this series... Um, mm-hmm. I was I was really actually excited about this live action because it's it's a Netflix production mm. and I know you know sometimes they're hit and miss and especially with anime they get a bit of flack sometimes they definitely and and especially with anime you're right with yeah. the Death Note special the Cowboy Bebop special oh. which I maintain yeah I think Cowboy Bebop was fine I think people were way too harsh on it I okay. think you're expecting the impossible and it delivered. A passing grade. I remember you saying you really enjoyed it. You got your parents into it as well, didn't you? I managed to get my parents to start watching Cowboy Bebop. And um, this is one of the big things that surrounds this production of One Piece Mm. is when you're bringing anime into real life, typically it's had quite a bad track record. Like the over-exaggerated facial expressions Mm. and powers and wackiness rarely lends itself to live action, as we've seen with Dragon Ball Evolution, as we've seen with Ghost in the Shell. Um, but then Bebop, which was already in anime form, a kind of gritty, down-to-earth, realistic mm. show, they still managed to mess it up somehow, <laughs> and it didn't capture the same magic as as the animated show. And right. so people were really down on this. And so when in 2017, when they announced One Piece is coming to Netflix as a live-action show, everybody immediately just went... There is no way on God's green earth this that is this work. is going to be good. Yeah. It's not going to work. How are you going to do Luffy on a TV budget just for yeah. stretchy powers? How are you going to do the Fishmen? How is this bizarre world of friendship and devil fruit going to translate? And I'll tell you how, Sam, because we're not on a TV budget. <laughs> We're definitely not on a TV budget, are we? No. <laughs> I think it was 18 million per episode. That's almost as much as the final episodes of Game of Thrones cost. Yeah. For the, like, per episode for this season. Insanity. It is absolutely insane. And uh, I was I, w- I was excited about this, but I w- was very nervous because Luffy, I haven't... So let's quickly, a background in yes. One Piece. I haven't seen any of the anime of One Piece, but I have read mm. the first 107 
chapters of the manga. So I yes. coincidentally yeah, have actually, yeah. read <laughs> basically up to the end of season one. <laughs> yeah, like it's it, pretty much bang on. I think you're just a little bit past. It. Yeah, like, yeah, a little bit past Town. Yes, so I've seen Logetown and I've also, after watching the series, I've watched, I've read the next few chapters, and uh, we've just got to um, the uh, the the no, red line, not the red line, the um, the Grand Line, the Grand Line. Yeah, we've just got there. So, ah. um, but but it was re- oh my yeah. So I, I didn't know where this would end. I didn't know how long this series would go on for. In fact, I knew so little about this when I turned it on. I watched the first episode and was like. Oh, this is a series, not a movie. I genuinely did not realise that I was that this was not a movie. I was like, oh, it's, settling it's a very for the short long film. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Oh. A, stu- a student film of one piece, just an hour, just showing off the first chapter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, so yeah, you've read the manga, yes. and I'm guessing have seen kind of things floating around online. I'm guessing, and then this is your your second proper exposure to One Piece. Yes, yeah. Whereas nice. you've read have you read the manga and seen yep i've read um all of the manga i uh used to collect the volumes physically i bought up to volume 60 um and then when i went off to university i I couldn't have the space for them all Mm. so i switched to reading it online uh, and then i caught up yeah and so i i caught up i I left it for a bit i let one piece kind of settle for a while and then i caught up about 400 chapters over the course of a binging week um and then I recently, this, um, I hadn't really watched the anime at all. I'd seen clips oh, okay. of like the best fights. And mm. I tried to get into the anime a few times when I was a, a bit younger, maybe about 15, 16. Yeah. But I always bounced off when I got to Usopp's uh, Island mm. um, in terms of actually sitting and binging a show. But I watched the four kids dub when that was on um, English TV. So yeah. I watched up to about the end of the Alabaster arc. Uh, but then last year, I decided to just sit down and use um, a great resource for anybody who wants to get into One Piece, mm. One Pace, right, to yeah. cut out all the filler and just do the main story beats of each arc. And just, I sat and for a good maybe two, three weeks, I just binged all of the anime. I watched all of the movies, all of the specials, all of the show. And now I get to watch One Piece weekly. Uh, as we end the Wano arc, which just ended as of the time of recording, uh, the final fight just wrapped up. So I oh. would say that I'm quite into One Piece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would agree. Um, and this series, I think the way you described One Piece there, this series also seems to be trying to cut out a lot of the fluff. It's Absolutely. Um, if we get it, should we get into it? We'll, I mean, we'll do full spoilers from here on out. Um, yep. Go watch it. <laughs> Go watch it. Yep. Let us know what you think. Um, this throughout from one to from one to eight from episode one to eight. This does seem to be trying. It changes a few things. It changes a few mm. character developmental things. Um, some of the some of the yeah some of the settings are a bit different. But the main yeah the main story when characters the same. turn up as well is um, yes. switched around to make yes. things more. Um, work for the live action because in the manga it's like here's the villain of the week this guy's just going to turn right, up you're yeah. going to fight him for five chapters and then move on but i guess in a tv show netflix were going a bit more for let's build this threat in the background and actually make stakes happen by introducing these characters a bit earlier um absolutely yeah 
like you said, the the first season of the live action show covers up to um, the end of Arlong Park uh, in the original manga. So basically, we speed run the East yeah. with a hundred ish chapters in eight hours. Not even really eight hours because some episodes were a bit shorter. Um, yeah, I mean, do you want to jump in? Uh, characters do you want to talk about the crew do you want to talk about i think the, i think we want uh, yeah first of all i think we need to we need to agree or disagree on whether they've done a good job of that that element of it that con- condensing speed running mm. side of things because i think that in in principle that is what most one piece fans will be I don't know. Maybe maybe it's not. Maybe maybe I'm jumping the gun here because I think that there are there are other elements of One Piece that people will really want to try and for, for a live action to try and encapsulate. But I think a big thing for people is in any sort of reimagination of a property is can you get the plot? Can you get the the feeling and the story and the the, mm. the sense of um, what is actually going on? Is that translated well? And I think for me. They mm-hmm. do a really good job of that here. I think the pacing is great. I think you are hooked from the work from day dot. There's no filler. There are yeah. important. Everyone seems to have an important role. The way you know the manga did such a good job of doing people's backstories, and even that happens well here because one of the big things yeah. that we've talked about before is Nami's backstory coming later. We don't oh, really re- yeah. we don't really know anything about that, and it's sort of goes by the wayside a little bit we sort of forget we don't really realize that we've missed nami's backstory because we have um zoro's and we have um who else sanji's yeah yeah and, and, and we get all of obviously luffy's is there in the first chapter romance dawn and all the stuff with shanks and yeah nami's story we forget that because she's such an established member of the crew she's yeah. keeping the ball rolling she's navigating everybody she's keeping everybody on track we kind of forget like oh yeah what's her deal she's not had one of these extended flashbacks until we reach Arlong Park and I have to completely agree with you that One Piece as a story has so many excellent beats of character moments and just telling a really good story like the the Luffy help me scene in episode yeah. 8 where yeah. Luffy puts the oh. hat on just hits like a ton of bricks and it's just it works if you've got a good story and you tell it earnestly. And I think that's the key to it. They tell the story earnestly, mm. like warts and all, silliness and all. And all of the actors, I think, are what sell this story. Oh, because yeah. you need their people. Yeah, the, the story of One Piece, if you were to cliff notes it, it sounds ridiculous. Like Rubber Boy fights Fishman in Big Tower. Mm. Like... It doesn't seem like it would work that well, but then you get this backstory and these flashbacks and these characters who are just fleshed out and again, I'm going to use the word again, but they're earnest in what they believe. Yeah, and I think the live action had to had to nail that before we would accept it, and I think it's resonated with so many people in so many countries across the world now. Number one in 86 countries for two weeks in a row. It's crazy, man. It's a good story. Everyone says forever, One Piece is really good. You should read One Piece. You should watch One Piece. And now there are three different ways that you can get into One Piece. Yeah, no excuses. Because the story is just that good in any medium. 
The, my question is, because I, I didn't really expect to enjoy this as much as I did. I thought, you know, it'll be good, it'll be fun, it'll either be a big flop or it'll be okay-ish. Um, and seeing the manga that I'd read and in the moments that I'd enjoyed and the moments that resonate with me sort of portrayed live on screen... It really mm-hmm. hit me. It really hit me in the feels. And yeah. I, I I, never rewatch stuff, but I am going to rewatch this series because it just had me feeling so good. Same. It was so feel good. Yeah. Um, and I think it is absolutely, like you said, credit to the actors, credit to everyone involved in the production. Um, but like some of those big moments were just directed so well. You know, even like the bit, and 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 they, you know what? They didn't skimp on it. They didn't change things to be live action. They were like they tried to portray mm. it in, and they tried to portray it even like the um the panel, the the, the way the panel looks. You know, like when they all put the yeah. boots on the barrel, and you've got the the, yes. the bird's eye view of them all going off on the um on the going merry for the like first proper adventure. Like it, it's just. It just hits, man. It's like, yes, you're it doing does. it justice. You are earnest in it, like you say. Um, yeah. And I mean, and the, I think a lot of that comes down to um, Ichiro Oda, who writes the manga, was so heavily involved in this live action work. Right. He was on the set. He was helping with the casting decisions. Um, he said, I'm not going to do a live action unless I believe in it. Mm. And that was kind of... When he came out and he kept talking about how good it was and how excited he was, that was when people started to shift and have this kind of be more positive towards it. And you can tell, like, his vision of what this should be in live action seems to have come across in the um, the direction and the wholeheartedness that they've adapted this story and are trying to show it on the screen. And, you know, I'm being very, very positive on it. And I've, I've obviously, I know that I'm biased towards mm. this story, but also there were moments that maybe didn't work so well. I yeah. think that there was, to, to be critical for a yeah, second, no, let's I do think it. yeah. it's important to be. I think in terms of directing, there, there was a really over-reliance on really close-up fisheye shots of the characters. Mm. And I get that that was maybe trying to pay homage to certain panels or whatever, but it just felt like sometimes the camera was really, really too close to the characters and it felt a bit claustrophobic <laughs> but the second that it kind of pulls out great we got this brilliant couple of shots in the um captain kuro episodes where there was one take of the camera going underneath a door and then rising up the middle of a staircase whilst zoro and luffy are running around mm. and you get these interesting direction choices mixed in with some stuff that kind of feels very very netflix okay you know yeah, I mean? yeah 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 Mm. yeah and, that's fair um, but it doesn't take me out of the enjoyment like you say like i think yeah the, if we're gonna you know i think i think we do need to criticize it um there were for me i think they nullified i think they did it deliberately i think they nullified mm-hmm. um luffy's um stupidity and made him definitely and, and they gave gave him three more brain cells. They gave him three more brain cells, and they also <laughs> took away some of the great one-liners and the great moments with Luffy. You know, the stupid moments where he bites the shark man back with his own teeth. <laughs> yeah. Um, what do you know? What the difference is between you and me? Yeah. Nose. 
where like in Usopp's Island, when he runs, I'm sure like he runs from one end to the other or something. And oh, which way's north? Which it's way's the way north? The wind is colder. <laughs> yeah, um, and again, potentially wouldn't have worked in live action because he speeds across almost Roadrunner style across the island, mm. and you know probably wouldn't have had the desired effect. They also, uh, so, so I think I think that I think maybe they overdid that. Like I didn't, I didn't expect them to do mm. all of that because I think it would have been too silly and then too too ridiculous for a live action, and it wouldn't have worked. But there were there were I remember feeling with Luffy there was always so there was always at the core. Basically, they've got his core right, haven't they? They've like got this mm. sort of sense of friendship, sense of drive and purpose to be the the best, uh, to be the king, king of, the of the pirates. Um, but they've cut out a lot of that sort of bouncy, frivolous sort of just going yeah. to you know almost adhd just go with the go go yeah. with everything and i don't know i, I don't know whether I, I would have liked a little bit they more also yeah they, they've changed his character in subtle ways like at, at, like you said at his core it's luffy it's the yeah. luffy from the manga and the anime but this luffy also talks about wanting to be a different kind of pirate this is a line that yeah. comes up quite a lot yeah. he says like everyone's like, oh, why would you ever want to be a pirate? And I was like, I'm going to be a different pirate. But in the manga and the anime, he is a pirate. He breaks the law. He fights the government. He steals things. He's amoral sometimes. If he's made friends with somebody and they get hurt, yes, he will fight for them. But at the end of the day, Luffy is an outlaw. He mm. is somebody who takes. And we see moments in the live action where he saves Orange Town from Buggy. Uh, near the yeah, beginning yeah. and they offer him the last of their food oh yeah anime Luffy would eat all of that in a heartbeat done yeah, but yeah. live action Luffy it's a bit more he lets it go but then comes back and just takes one piece and hey, um, <laughs> he yeah. found it he finally found it um, <laughs> and, and it's just those little moments and if you are a die hard Luffy fan then maybe that will rub you the wrong way but I have to shout out Inaki Godoy, or Godoy, um, his actor, because he just, he takes what should be the most annoying character in the world to see in live action and makes it work. Like, yeah, if you look at Luffy from the manga or the anime, and you just, you, I get cringe flashbacks to when i used to be in high school and there were the kids who started acting like anime characters and they're like yeah. hey guys it's me luffy and i'm gonna be the king of the pirates and i'm today gonna take this test at school and don't you worry you're my best friend don't leave me alone and all that kind of stuff yeah but inaki thank you very much he just works with it and and this is something that a few of my friends who've watched the live action have really bounced off they couldn't buy into him as luffy mm. but other people who i've heard talking about the the show go yeah he should be annoying and he should be a really annoying person but i believe in his charisma and the way that he performs as luffy. i think he's beautiful I, think... I genuinely think this guy is beautiful like he is his sincerity soul. with his eyes it's he just encapsulates that purity of luffy like he's just he just seems to be luffy and and mm. i buy every every moment he is in character i buy him as luffy i think that yep. was incredibly important it doesn't feel to me like a character 
trying to be like there are certain elements that I'm like clearly they've directed him to walk that way you know quite gangly mm. with his arms out and sort of yeah. bouncing along and and it's and but it doesn't feel so forced that it's not that it's him playing a character it genuinely feels like he believes everything that he's saying and it's yeah you kind of believe that if you just bumped into this guy like if you were out in a pub or something or you just walking down the street you met him it would be like that would be the highlight of your day like you've met this literal human ray of sunshine yeah like and and he's he's so into the luffy character as well he's there's a moment in the usopp island bit where he's in the kitchen and he's walking around he's eating food and he puts a chicken wing in his pocket, like <laughs> completely just, and it looks unscripted. It just looks like he's gone, what would Luffy do in this situation? He wants to keep the chicken for later, pocket, boom, yeah, done. Yeah. And I'm like, this is perfect. Yeah. How have you done this? They basically so, yeah, just I play think, him as a big kid, don't they? He's just like, they do. You heard my friend, I heard Big you. kids Naughty. who can Naughty. also beat up people. Yeah. But yeah, I think, and to lead on from Inakia's yes, Luffy, good. like the rest of the cast. Yeah, I've got it in front I think, of and, and we, we've Stand talked outs. about how, yeah, uh, for me, um, I loved the chemistry between Usopp and the rest. Jacob Romero as um, Usopp. Jacob I loved Taz Skyler. Oh uh, yeah, Romero Gibson as, as oh, Usopp. Okay. I love... Taz Skyler as Sanji. I think he's maybe my yes, favorite. He's so good. What oh accent has he days. got? Is it like a New York New York accent? He's what? like he's like almost New York British because he's yeah, it's he's weird. British, but he also speaks fluent Spanish. So in the Spanish dub, he dubs himself cool. in the cool. Spanish version. And for for him turning up quite late to the show, obviously everybody remembers uh, Emily Rudd as Nami, Makenyu as Zoro, because they're from the beginning. But for him to turn up basically in the last kind of two, three episodes, I think he just steals the show. Yeah, he and is great. Listening to him behind the scenes, like you watch his progression videos from when he first landed the role. He does all his own stunts. <laughs> he does all of the kicks yeah, himself. Yeah, okay, and he cool. learned how to cook to be Sanji. He <laughs> learned how to cook and he was cooking for the cast and the, the, the producers. <laughs> all I'm right. Like, um, you didn't need to go this hard. I, I did. I... <laughs> whatever like okay like they all... don't like there's there's behind the scenes i don't videos care and stuff like okay him. he learned it's how to cook. So I, bet, I bet he knew how to cook i bet he already knew how, how to cook there's no <laughs> he's way... got one dish yeah that he just trots out every day i mean that's fine like whatever like that that's cute if it's if it's like genuine but it feels like it's it's being put together for the for the promo um anyway whatever oh, like yeah he is great he is great can i also give because like Horrible character, but Buggy, Jeff Ward as Buggy. Jeff Ward's Buggy is oh amazing. He's so good. Like, he makes me hate <laughs> him, but he is so good. I, I was watching him and I was like, I, I don't know what else I've seen Jeff Ward in, but, or maybe he's just, he, he just reminds me of other actors, but he, he just, as soon as his presence on screen was amazing, he just stole the show. Yeah. Like, really. Every good. scene he was in, like, and I think. Maybe that speaks to why he comes back because Buggy in the show doesn't come back at all after until right. Moketown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. here they put him in the bag and they start yeah. bringing Jeff Ward's <laughs> disembodied head around, yeah. like to the Baratier and was, stuff. Was and I'm like, why? yeah, because Jeff Ward is so good at it. He's just got too much charisma. I have to also say, great shout outs to the guy who played um, Helmeppo 
the um, Navy commander's son. Because if Navy you like, just oh right, yeah, 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 dude, to just completely encaps- encapsulate a nepo baby. My dad's in charge, so yeah. I'm now in charge, and just to just have that crap-eating grin for the entire show, and just for him to consistently just. So on that, then on, yeah. on that plot mm-hmm. line, um, without spoiling too much, is that the plot line? It does that plot line run through the manga and the anime as well? Like, is that is that caught? Because obviously that hasn't come up by chapter 107. Like we haven't gone back to them. Mm. We haven't looked at um kobe and his sort of journey or we haven't learned anything about um luffy's granddad or anything like that so yeah Garp. i'm assuming something that so th- powerful must be mm-hmm. part of the original storyline yes so this is one of the the bigger changes um mm. to the east blue saga is the fact that um Garp, well firstly going all the way back to the beginning when gold roger is executed um in the live action show they make Garp be the one who executes him so in the manga we learn that garp does help defeat him but he's not there at the execution mm. and garp himself only turns up later on and the reveal that he's luffy's grandpa isn't until maybe chapter 600 or so right um, okay yeah so they do huge. it really really early here yeah um but i think it's good because this new plot line original plot line for the live action of Garp and Kobe and Helmeppo basically showing the marine side of things mm. I think is important because we get the parallel journeys right so yeah. we have Kobe's journey as a marine and then Luffy's journey as a pirate which has become much more important in the manga in the intervening years but doesn't really come back full circle until really after the time skip so here this is a nice chance to kind of see these characters in a new light and get more exposure to them which I think is brilliant yeah, it does feel like it's trying to have this. It's trying to play this overarching plot line from the beginning, rather. And I imagine we know that One Piece is is famous for its filler and its sort of, you know, monster of the week style things. So, and and when you do, when you are only writing chapters and they only come out, it is really hard to have a, a long term thing, mm. you know, simultaneously running alongside Luffy's uh, seeking of the One Piece because you only have so many panels to work with. You only have so many panels to tell a story. In. Maybe 17 pages a week. Yeah. You'd need to, to almost with, so it's hard to. Yeah. So like if they're not with Luffy and they're not interacting with Luffy, you are almost giving up an entire week's worth of stuff to visit someone else and, and do that. So mm. it, it must be hard. If he's to not do. your favorite character, then your ratings go down and you run the risk of cancellation. Like, and especially when one piece was in the, um early days mm. you've got to be popular now one piece is just this staple of shonen jump like yeah. it's not going anywhere but early doors these plot lines of luffy's backstory and his family and all this other stuff didn't really come into it until the series had gone maybe 400 plus chapters um just crazy yeah um but, yeah good stuff with the marines yeah absolutely and and the arc with the uh, the um, with Garp's no not Garp second in command the um, the the blonde haired guy you were just talking about um, oh Axan Morgan yeah his son oh no sorry Helmeppo yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Um, so his his arc as well I'm assuming go, I, I like how they've sort of turned it around by the end of the series into 
him yeah. being um, on the side of uh, Kobe and just sort of like Kobe, thinking justice. more big big brain sort of not jumping but he's mm. still got that like sass as well he's just like abusing Kobe all the time um, yeah <laughs> I, I think he's just I think he was one of the best performances in the entire thing yeah 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 like he was just so good um, um, what, what did you think about Zoro's actor McKenyu um, he's known quite a lot for doing anime live action stuff, especially Japanese ones. So he's fluent English Japanese and he's been in a Jojo live action. He's been in uh, Roroni Kenshin. He did the most recent Saint Seiya that came to Hollywood. Uh, what did you think of his turn as the bounty hunter Zoro? Yeah, I thought he was, I thought he was good. I think he did, he did a very good job. Um, it's not the Zoro I had in my head. I think mm. in my head he was a bit more um, brutish, a bit more sort of um, bulky, a bit more sort of like um, yeah, like beaten and uh, you know rough around the edges. Weathered. Yeah, weathered. McKenzie's yeah. too hot. He's just he too sexy. He is. He's too he's pretty. too attractive. And <laughs> I think. Like I'm used to him now, and I think he he is good, and he's got this sort of like solemn. But I think I think he's not as disgruntled as I wanted him to be. He needs to be more mm. like um, he's been a bit more abrasive. Abrasive, he? He yeah, needs to be, uh, yeah. Especially Rude. when Sanji comes onto the scene, like their dynamic in the manga of them always arguing and bickering mm. is some of the best comedy One Piece ever puts out. Yeah, but here it just kind of felt like Sanji was always kind of winning with the barbs mm. like he was coming out and then Zoro was just kind of being reactionary to Sanji yeah. um, when in reality think? I think I like him mm. I think the fact that he even managed to make three sword style look cool right yeah is yeah. a testament yeah. See, to again, like some of those decisions that the, the the directors and the actors have sort of done with the with the powers and the the, the, the costumes and things it's like They've they've worked so hard to try and make it fit, and sometimes yeah. it's not perfect. But you just got mm. to admire the effort in so many ways. Exactly. Like I think he only really uses three sword style maybe twice in the mm. whole show. I think he used it at the beginning against Morgan, and then again against Mihawk um, <sighs> on the Baratier. Mihawk. <sighs> Mihawk is man. so good. He is I, like, I'm, again, I'm so in depth into this. Like I've been looking at the behind the scenes and like he had to train to use that sword one handed. He had a specific coach like and wires and one of his arms was just massive. Yeah. To like, make sure that he could wield this blade. And this, the, the ease that he just chats absolute crap with everybody. He's just like, oh, yes, I see that you're a uh, you're only half the man you were now, Shanks. <laughs> <gasps> yeah but even like the little dagger scene when he takes on um yes. zoro that is so good that whole scene <sighs> and then he just like slashes him down it, it just plays out i don't i can't remember like, on the being, front yeah a real man doesn't turn his back ah <sighs> so good um so speaking of that with the the small knife um what did you think to the action choreography what did you think to the fights and uh which was your favorite Fight, oh I god, guess. I'm not going. You put me on the spot there. I haven't, I haven't, uh, I haven't really truly evaluated the uh, fight scenes in this. Um, I'll probably come up with one in a minute. Um, I think they 
played they cut out loads of luffy's fighting which is a shame mm. um i get that he's a luster boy and you know can't potentially it, it takes boy. a lot takes a lot to sell that um so they they mm. hold back a lot but like you know the scene on the Barati. I, I remember in the manga it was with Don Creed. Yeah, exactly. They completely changed that, mm. and he had, that was such a long fight scene in the manga. And he yeah. went. He, you saw him use loads of powers, and he he you saw him get cut as well. And then like him. Yeah, he got beat up. Him sort of. Oh no, he got cut with Buggy. That was the first time he realized in the manga that he. Um, yeah, that he wasn't like he, invincible yeah. to everything. But the but Don, with Don Krieg, Krieg, you've got the bit with the poison darts. Yeah, he stands back up, and there's that fucking gorgeous panel of just him there, just the sun behind him, and he's standing up, and the blood's dripping off of him, and he's like, "I'm still going to keep going." Exactly. I'm ready to, yeah, like, it's a really two. powerful. Like, and I understand why they changed it, um, but mm. it was a really powerful moment for Luffy's character. Um, so I think it's annoying that we didn't see as much, but you know they're, they're dragging it out. They're going to put more in season two of him doing stuff as he becomes more mm. accustomed to fight. Because like there was a bit when he did um, the gum gum whatever it is, the uh, where he blows himself up. Um, oh, the balloon, the balloon. yeah, yeah, and, to block the shot. From yeah, Garp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he says, "I didn't even know I could do that." I can't remember if that happens in the manga. I feel like I always felt fairly confident that Luffy knew what he was capable of in yeah, the manga. He, Luffy kind of knows his limits yeah. in the manga. He like he'll invent a random new move yeah. to do stuff, but yeah. he knows that he can do it. Yeah, yeah. Whereas here, I think as well, I, I think the gum gum powers look pretty good most of the mm, time. Yeah, yeah, I think the worst one, unfortunately, is the very first time that he uses it. He uses gum gum pistol. Mm. And it follows the um, the hand back, the arm back, mm. and and they hold it for just that fraction of a second, <laughs> too long. Okay. But then when he's fighting Kuro and he's using uh, he uses like gum gum bell or yeah. he uses pistol again, they change it so he's not stretching back anymore. They do it like in the the anime later, where he has his arm like that, and then he pings the arm forward and the arm stretches just from the word go. All right, okay. Instead of him having to like <laughs> yeah, which, yeah. like rubber band it and i think that works better because you can cut the camera around that mm. so that you're using minimal cgi and you can still get the really good like impact and okay, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah and then and then his final gatling as well against arlong where he just like a million arms just yeah pulverizing that was him. good it looked good yeah i i really mm. like that fight at the end just because of what it meant you know like when he stands up at yeah. the end it's just very one piece um very one piece yeah it was it was great. Um, oh, where do we go from here? There's so uh, much we can talk about. Yeah, just to end off on the fights. I okay, think go on. Then. That final episode where they're all fighting all the fishmen yes. in Arlon Park. Yes, and we just get okay. Yeah, so that's something Sanji. else that changed as well, though, isn't it? Like Luffy yeah. didn't get knocked. Luffy doesn't. He does get he does get beaten down, but he gets beaten down more low key than like submerged in water, and ha- they have to stretch mm. his head out to get to get some air. They get rid of Hachi as well, the octopus man. So Zoro they doesn't do. have a one on one fight. They get rid of the octopus man, mm. and the the fun, one of the funniest lines in the whole manga when he gives <laughs> Zoro, I think, a uh, a lift. <laughs> To, to the yeah. he's like oh yeah I'm to, friends back to Arlon Park yeah like, oh yeah we're friends wait what are you doing yeah. <laughs> and he's just like fuming uh, they, yeah. they also but I have yeah go on yeah go, no no go on go on because I was going to move on again but, but staying on I was going to say the, the fish 
the the fisherman fight scene and the fisherman costumes and the the makeup work for Arlong and Chu. Okay, and, yeah. Um, thing me, I think visually they're horrifying. <laughs> yeah. Um, they and I think that's what they're supposed to be, but I think that they did the best that they could with. I would agree. Arlong. I think. How else are you gonna do? Fishman, and I have to say, the guy who uh, plays Arlong, I'm just gonna bring his name up. Oh, I did uh, have it up. It's gone now. McKinley uh, Belcher the third. Yeah, he sure. just he when he walks into the Baratier, his voice, and he man. walks past the fish. It's so oh, oh, it's just like velvet in my ears, and I'm yeah. like, he's look. Great. I know that you're a bad guy, but also, oh yes. What else has he been in? He was he great. Awesome. He is very cool. Let's have a look. Ozark. Um, but yeah, Who's in Ozark? Who's in Ozark? Yeah, 2017 to oh, Agent Trevor Evans. Mm, well, the more you know. Yeah. And Law and Order. Good job. <laughs> but yeah, that, that final um, battle in Arlong Park, I think the choreography for Zoro and Sanji, because they're basically the main draw of this, um, because they're the ones who you can show the most, because you can just strap them onto wires and just have them go off. And I think... The fact that they were there themselves doing all that, beating each other up, having a bit of a bicker whilst they yeah, did. Yeah. It's like, there's the bit where Zoro cuts a guy and then there's a fish man jumps through and uh, Sanji just boots him off into the distance. And yeah. He's just like, I had that one. If you had him, why didn't you cut him? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, ah! <laughs> yeah. Loved it. Yeah. But yeah, I think the combat works. And like you said, they've changed a lot so that Luffy's not fighting as often. And mm. I think in general, there's not as much fighting. Um, yeah, and I think that's because it is hard to choreograph a battle shonen every week and still make it look interesting. You've got to, yeah, mix it up. And like other fights, if we think about Captain Kuro uh, when they're fighting him, he's using some sort of weird teleporting power to zip around the room, and Luffy has to rely on his senses to fight, and it turns into more of a puzzle rather than a, a, a just a straight up slugfest like it was um, in the manga. No, I disagree. I think it was like that in the manga, from what I remember. It was in a different place. They changed a lot of. It was on Usopp's the hill island. It was on. It was because that's the weakest arc. That's probably one of the weakest arcs in the whole of One Piece. Yeah, but do you not remember? Luffy uses the bow of the ship to beat them. To, <laughs> because he gets hypnotized into being stronger. <laughs> yeah, and they didn't do any so of that. I can't imagine why they didn't around. do that. Um, <laughs> That would have been incredible. Um, so but, but, good. In, but when he fights Kuro in the manga, he, he 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 is getting beat because he's so quick and he has to figure out where he's going to be and sort of predict mm. where he's going to be for that final punch. So I think there is that there is still that same... Yeah, the elements are still there. Yeah, yeah. Um, Kuro, Kuro I just think was a bit... Setting it in the house yeah. was... I love the actor who played him. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. He did he a really was, good great, job. Yeah. I think the issue was, again, it's just this part of the story. If it's already not great in the manga and the anime, it's all, it's not going to translate very well. I think they did what they could to well, also make it better. One of, the be- one of the best lines as well. Because they've taken out the character where he's talking to the sort of assassin guy on the on the hill. Uh, and in like the, oh Django yeah and, I miss Django I wanted Django to be there yeah. so badly and then like, like Us- one two Django yeah 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 the hypnotist <laughs> it's the hypnotist dude isn't it and and he, and then um Luffy and um 
Usopp are on top of the hill listening to their plans. And then yeah. like, um, Luffy basically makes their presence known and they're like and, and, and it all goes it all goes tits up from there. But um they, I was a bit disappointed that it was all played in the house and at night time it felt and you know most of it's set in the bright broad daylight so potentially it was just a chance to do something a bit different and that's and, and it's mm. sort of normally set in the open and, you know CG's always easier when it's dark right like, yeah 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 I mean and I, again like you've convinced me that gum gum bell isn't the stupidest move that Luffy's ever done like it works when he does that big head yeah yeah like it looked good yeah 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 I think it did yeah um, what did you think to Sanji being like you say that he's one of your favourite characters I agree I love Sanji but in the manga he's not in the manga he is a bit of a hopeless romantic who just falls in love with everyone and here you see mm-hmm. elements of that but he's also like just this suave ladies man where like he's got the yeah. charm and he's got the and it's almost like he's it, it, this is this is this peak is, Sanji. This, this is, is what Sanji. This is what Sanji this is what wants manga to Sanji this is trying to do. Which <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. He is he in his head. This is him all the time. <laughs> this is Sanji's vision for One Piece. This is it. This is all just a hallucination <laughs> yeah. from Sanji. From the if Sanji directed from the manga. One Piece. Yeah. Ah, oh. but yeah, no. I I thought the changes make sense because you can't just have him um, over everyone. The Sanji of the manga, like. He does like he's big heart eyes fawning over women the entire time. Especially I think. Nami. Especially Nami. Nami Swan, Robin Chuan. Never like, do that again. <laughs> I will try my best not to, but I can't promise that I won't. Um, <laughs> I think here it works really well because, again, it's a way that you bring the character into live action. Luffy gained a few more brain cells. Zoro got a bit more slim and sexy sanji is less of a sex pest i think these are all good things that work for the narrative yeah and agreed it makes me believe when sanji joins and he goes luffy needs us and zoro is questioning that it's like you've been here for two days what do you mean it makes me believe that a bit more because he's not just this caricature of following his dick around the entire time He's, yeah, there's more to him, and okay. you see that depth, and Luffy sees that depth. On that note, mm. I I think they I think they missed the beat with Zoro when they make they when he had the epiphany that Luffy, Luffy was like the guy they needed to follow. He seemed to come to that realization and devote himself to Luffy a bit too quick in my book. I agree. I think that the straw hat dynamic, I think. This is the same in the, the manga of the anime, really, as well. But I think they become best friends, Nakama, very quickly. Yeah. And in the manga, because it's coming out weekly and it has been going for now 25 years, you as a reader feel like they are best friends. Because every week you get another little mini adventure with Luffy and the gang. But then this came up recently. Um, if you actually look at the timeline of One Piece, the gang by the end of the first kind of part of the story have only really been together for maybe three months. Mm. And in the live action, because we're speed running this first section of the story. It feels even quicker. It feels even quicker. Like you could even argue that it feels like they've only been together for a week. Yeah. And they're already 
like at each other they've got each other's backs they're willing to die for each other they're doing whatever yeah and i think maybe even just a couple more scenes like we have in the first couple of episodes when they're on the boat and just kind of chatting about benign stuff I th- would help this. I think potentially even, and I don't know because montage is never great, but like the idea of like showing other adventures or other things, because they cut out a lot of the, the filler, but it would have been a nice homage mm. to it because I, I I didn't want it because I would have cried, but the scene with the dog. The dog. The dog from Oh, in Orangetown. Yeah, like... There are oh. there is stuff there that they could have like shown snippets of to show that bonding and that sort of you know mm. the 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 dog was there at least they did bring the dog in. Did they bring it the dog? Runs when, there when right the dog? after they beat Buggy. Oh, yeah. Um, the dog like all the townsfolk are kind of walking through the the yeah, rubble yeah, yeah, and yeah. the dog kind of runs oh, okay. out and it's like yeah there's the reference. But Fair. no, I yeah, agree. Yeah. I think a montage would have been perfect. Like there are a few mini adventures that they have early doors like the guy on the island in yeah with the, the, the chest chests. yeah 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 i think you could turn going from one place to another into a mini adventure even just showing them interacting on the ship or eating together or mm. um seeing a weird another weird bird like drop off a newspaper i yeah, think yeah, yeah. that's an opportunity to kind of fix parts of the manga that we don't get to see have that interaction with the straw hats show that they are a crew that they're there for a solid amount of time and not just well three days ago i untied you from a crucifix and now you've pledged your entire life to me because a really suave man in a hat cut you open shoulder to hip like all right okay um how did you think they Mm. how, how do you think they did at portraying um Sanji's backstory with Chef. Seth. I think they nailed it. I thought they absolutely killed it. I thought it, it was so good. It was beautiful, wasn't it? It was great. There was so many t- like I genuinely coming into the live action. I thought this would be a nice novelty. It's great to see this show again mm. and kind of have it recontextualized. But I found myself at a number of points tearing up mm. at the same points that I teared up in the manga and the anime because. Again, just that earnest delivery and that just commitment to the story and telling it. Like, when kid Sanji runs over and is like, you've had this entire bag of food the whole time. And the realisation that sets in of just, he's cut his leg off. And the dude who plays Zeth. Yeah. Craig We should have talked about him earlier. Yeah. Was was he on EastEnders? (laughs) Probably. I'll have a look. You you talk about him. I'll have a look. See where, where he's from. Just him coming in as this kind of very this all oh, this rough around the edges Cockney boy from London town, and he's saying, Mate. "Oh, Sanji, little leg plant, what are you doing here? You're serving crap to my customers." And just that leaving scene. Yeah. And and I'm a bit gutted that they didn't do it like in the manga where Sanji gets down and kind of like says thank you. But I think it works for the live action Sanji for him to just right, off the side yeah. of the ship just yeah yelling is off, it a bit on the like, nose i don't know like it i think it would look weird for taz to get down and do like a full-on like thank you like yeah. on the ground japanese saying thank you mm. but i think it does work him just being like thanks for taking me into yeah. your crappy restaurant with your crappy thing and this crappy kid yeah. and then just that one tear goes down zeph's head and i'm like oh mate you this, get it this guy's repertoire 
is I Am London Gangster. Um, oh. <laughs> he is he's done pretty much every film of the Rise of the Foot Soldier. What? Have you ever seen Rise of the Foot Soldier? No, what's that? Uh, it's it's like a, a London gangster thing. Um, it's oh. it's pretty badass. Um, I, th- I think there's a new one out of the cinema at the minute. I wonder whether he's in that. Um, although really? I can't see it on his repertoire. Um, but it, it was in like... Um, it was in apparently the best of EastEnders and EastEnders The, the Last Tango in Walford film. So whatever that Why is. Why does this sound like it? That does sound very anime, doesn't it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> EastEnders, The Last Waltz. <laughs> <laughs> it was in... What else? It was in Far Cry, <laughs> the live action. It was a live action. There was a live action Far Cry in two thousand and eight. Apparently. Oh yeah, no, I do remember that. Here we go. He was in House of the Rising Sun. Yeah. Vikingdom, the Hooligan Factory, Saint yeah. <laughs> George's right. Day, with just a big England flag on the poster. <laughs> London heist. <laughs> like he's not done stuff. For- well, he's, done, he's been doing movies, but yeah. like again, they they all seem to be very kind of niche English films. And yeah. then he just, in terms of TV, he stopped in 2012, and then he's back. He's in Call of Duty. <laughs> Doesn't surprise. He's me. in like f- seven Call of Duty games. Oh my god! Yeah. What? And, have you effort. seen? Like he is a beaut. He is a rugged man. Like he is a man. He is like he's just like he he is the definition of like you do not want to meet this man going down the streets of London. He would impregnate like, <laughs> a woman just by looking at her. Like he is absolutely pure. He can impregnate me just by looking. Absolutely, at me. especially with that well. mustache. If he if he's got that braided mustache going on, I've got to. I need to see like behind the scenes of that because goodness gracious, <laughs> could you imagine trying to talk with that like <laughs> flapping over your lips the whole time? Good effort, Mister Fairbass. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I thought that the the flashback sequence was incredible. I think all the flashbacks. I think Zoro and um, his uh, childhood friend. Mm. That flashback worked really well. Yeah. I think good effort for the live action to not say that she fell down the stairs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking the exact same thing. I was like, are they going to say she fell down the stairs? Are they going to say it? No. I was. I was honestly edging my seat. I was like, come on, come on, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. There was an accident. We're safe. Is there more? Her Without spoiling anything. If- actress. Oh, yeah, go on, go on, go on. Sorry. Go on. Her actress did a TikTok of her, like, saying, my arch enemy. The stairs. Can't we just be friends with the stairs? And then just her at the bottom of the stairs, like, lying dead. <laughs> I was like, you have, you've read the assignment. Yeah, you understand yeah. what you need to do. Yeah, quite Sorry, like you're saying, has there been any more? Oh, is, is, is there any more to that story? Or is that it? Is that it's the backstory? There is a, tiny extra bit of Zoro backstory um, when you get to the most recent arc, uh, Wano. Um, there's a little bit extra about some of the people who are in the village, but no more to do with her specifically. Okay, all right. So I, my, my outlandish prediction of the week was going to be that, like, it wasn't... Re- she didn't really fall down the stairs and there was, like, an assassin or something that had, like, been out to sabotage <laughs> the uh, the village or whatever, but obviously the clan. Um, But, okay. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, so that whole backstory was cool. Um, Nami's. Yeah, the I think moment it when, really well. The moment I'm... when mum dies. That They changed that. They did change it. She didn't get shot through the face by Arlo. <laughs> she did get she got shot. Um, 
we didn't see the shot through the face shot through the face um and you're to blame all on you give fish men <laughs> a bad name nice nice cut it um <laughs> So I, I that the, she they changed the motivation a little bit, which I didn't like. So in the mm. manga, she manages to convince them that they're happy to leave, like they're happy to leave. They see the plates, and she's like, "Oh, I had friends around or whatever." I think this is from memory. Yeah. And then they're like about to go, and then she's like, "Actually, that money's for my two kids," and she goes out of her way to throw herself yeah. under the bus. Whereas here, mm. they're just grilling her and she ends up just being like yeah, proud she enough out, to, doesn't she? To, to sort of say, mm. no, those are for my girls. And you have Nami who says, you should have lied, you should have lied. And she's like, and so the, the moment's still there, but it's not quite mm. as raw as, you know what, I got away with it and I'm just going to throw myself under the bus because I'm so proud of my daughters that I am mm. willing to just die for them right here. Now. Willing to die for them. I think... It makes more sense. It does like, make more sense. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> like she's a, an ex-marine like, who has fought through adversity on, in every... Yeah, fought wars. Yeah, like, at every step. Survive of the and skin now of a team. And now she's willing to throw her life It's like, actually, I'm done now. Yeah. Um, good luck. Uh, yeah, good luck, girls. Bell. <laughs> yeah. See you later. Yeah, no, I thought, that, I thought the backstory was good. I thought the actress who played um, her sister was great. Uh, coming I in. didn't like the fact that she had a, a like a perfect outfit. Like everyone else in the village was yeah. was rugged and run down and worn at one. Yeah, or worn and, and hers was and this was like, like TK Max this perfect or like Primark Prim- Primark <laughs> crop top that's like pristine. Like I don't get it. <laughs> so all her money's going. I don't know whether. <laughs> yeah, but like I don't know. In the manga, was that? A contrast? I, think, I never well, noticed that. It was no in the manga. Like I mean, it's manga, so everybody just wears normal clothes because it's it's quicker and easier to draw. <laughs> um, but yeah, no here, no. Now that you mention it, it was a bit of a standout. Yeah, um, it was a bit weird. <laughs> but yeah, and again, all of that Nami stuff leads up to the Luffy help me scene, and it just it just hits. And honestly, when he's walking down the street, and it's the the shot for shot of uh, Sanji smoking, Zoro with his sword and Usopp like arms folded and then Luffy in the middle. Just the beast's about to go beat up Arlong. I'm just... Mm. You did it. The <laughs> maniacs actually did it. <laughs> they made it good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm so looking forward to watching this again and just like seeing things that I didn't see before. Shanks was great. I really enjoyed yeah, Shanks. Yeah, I think the guy who plays Shanks really good. I think... Something for me that I started off with, I thought he was a bit too skinny and scrawny. I I agree to begin with, but I like. But then by the end of it, I was, yeah, and like oh, and and brilliant like foreshadowing as well, which wasn't even in the original manga really. Like when he's facing off against the big sea monster, and he just he's like, go away. Yeah, that's foreshadowing of powers that come into play later down the line yeah so that and... was all that was all that was yeah exactly yeah so uh, sorry well done for b- remembering that because i saw that and i was like ah shanks has got something about him here this is this there's is something new. i don't know yeah because when you read the manga it's just like oh it's just his presence he's just like he's just a pirate yeah but here it establishes him almost as like oh actually 
he's gonna make your day so much worse if you cross him yeah and that's what i loved with his interaction with mihawk like we've seen mihawk completely wreck zoro and he walks up on shanks being like i would beat your ass Shanks being like hung over with one arm (laughs) i reckon i could probably still take you actually though (laughs) and i'm like yes king Oh, that'll be so good if we get to see how that... Like, I have no idea how it plays out. But And again, you know, it, it's brought into, it brings into question like the longevity of this series in general um, with the age mm. of the actors and things like that and the, the amount of time yeah. and cost that goes into producing these. They ha- Like you say, they have confirmed season two, right? So Season two has been confirmed. So hopefully... I really hope they don't just try and ram through 900 chapters mm. or whatever. Um, well, whatever. from what... Oda has said there was an interview this week um, with him and the pr- main producer of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, they said, ideally, they'd like it to be 12 seasons, which would be insane. But I think as we go further through it, we'd see more kind of things cut and more things contracted um, to make sure it works. But apparently, as of right now, the general scripts are kind of prepped for there being almost six seasons worth of stuff. Wow. And I think knowing the manga, mm. I think that they could tell the story up to the time skip and kind of end it in a satisfying way, I think. Right, okay. I think they know that this is going to be crazy to try and adapt everything. Mm. Oh, yeah. So the, yeah. the question is going to become, because Netflix is known for cancelling stuff on like mm. a dime. So if we get season two and it continues to do really well, I think we could maybe see a couple more seasons and then at that point it was six years to get this off the ground and filmed and shot. They reckon if they wanted to make a season two as soon as the strike ends, the writer's strike and the actor's strike, though they're filming in South Africa so I don't know if they technically get around it. Um, If they reckon they could maybe get the next season ready to go by the end of 2024, early 2025. So again actors ages we'd maybe get up to the time skip in the next two to three seasons yeah but that's such a big ask and and for the budget that this was being shot on and for this to be a netflix special Mm. there's so much up in the air like is this just gonna like finish and then be an unfinished story are they gonna be able to tell a complete thing will they come back in 15 years and do like a the one piece a live action original movie ending um to just wrap it all up yeah but, yeah it's just so interesting though and and hopefully it, it it's satisfying whatever that whatever they decide to do but there are so many variables it's unfortunately it's probably unlikely that it is um but mm. look honestly i think we look at this season and say job well done like it's it, it it's Absolutely. great as it is we can't we can't predict what they're going to do in the future i think they've been brave to give it a go they've spent a ton of money loads of effort Great cast, done a really good job. Um, yeah, that feels that feels like a really good place to wrap up. But I, I've still got some things that I want to talk about, so I, I don't I don't want to just like so some odds and ends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, odds and ends. Let's do odds and ends. So, um, the sets, oh, the sets, phenomenal. The the going merry, the Baratti or Barate as you say, um, the Baratier. Yeah, the Baratier. Um, like those in particular, I thought were amazing. I like when when I was anxious, I was nervous for when they came on the screen, and I was like, mm. "That that's good. I like that. That's really sick." Uh, what did you think? 
I loved it. I think um, one of the reasons why this show works so well is the fact that it's not just on a green screened background. Like every room that they walk into feels dense with stuff. Yeah. Like there's pots and pans. There's like all the tables. Um, there's yeah. maps and charts and and dust settling over stuff. There's like they made the whole courtyard for the, the big first yeah. fight. And I think actually having the actors moving around in those spaces and mostly doing practical stuff by themselves really sells it. And it makes me appreciate the show way more than if it was, here's just this CGI abomination of stuff. And there is some wonky CGI, um, especially when it zooms in on towns or it's showing the boats on the ocean. Mm. But because it's based on a real set, and again, seeing the behind the scenes of the Going Merry getting splashed and the actors on the deck it's just great and that's why it costs so much money is because they poured it all into sets and and making this world feel as plausible as possible yeah yeah um yeah so uh the sets i thought phenomenal and the costumes again like we have um we have who is it? Alvida. Like she was great. She was early on in the, in, in the show and she, and the actress yeah. they got for her was great. Um, the fish guys we've mentioned before, but just like the main yeah, cast the as well, like just feel so that the, the costumes don't feel like something, the problem with turning cartoons and stuff into it, into real life, it's really hard to get right. Like these genuinely feel mm. like pirate sort of costumes everything's eccentric and a bit over the top and a bit quirky um yeah but it doesn't feel like they're in they're in something that's just been plucked off i don't know a fancy dress shop which i think sometimes yeah things do like it doesn't feel like it's from a stage production or something like that where it's bomb yeah. over the top bombastic it's, it's kind of realistic and i think that the reason it comes into that is um obviously we get the iconic outfits for most of them mm. early doors but the show is willing to let the characters change costumes. Right, yeah, yeah. So we see Luffy in overalls at one point. There's yeah. the dinner party at Miss Kaya's house where they all dress up all fancy. And mm, yeah. when they're just kind of in their downtime, they are wearing alternate costumes. And it feels like that it's just a revolving wardrobe, which is true of the manga as well. Often the characters will change their costumes if they go to new places. Um, the color spreads for the chapters, which a lot of these outfits are based on. Um is a throwback for manga readers. Like you see Luffy uh, sitting on the head of the Merry with overalls and like a green t-shirt on. Yeah. And you go, oh yeah, that was from the color spread from chapter 74 <laughs> or whatever it was. I was like, oh, that's really cool. And again, it, it speaks to the detail that these guys are going into to make sure that this is a show not just for new people, which it apparently has been a roaring success for, but mm. also fans of the work can get so much out of it if they look deep enough. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. The one costume, the one outfit that I didn't particularly like, and it was early doors, so I was like, is this going to be a way, way going forward, is Axe Hand Morgan, Captain Axe Hand Morgan. Morgan's, yeah. Just with the, the face piece. Um, yeah, it's kind of, it's tricky, because they... How do you... Yeah, yeah, I think that... I don't know. They did the best they could. Yeah. But I agree. I think it... it looks very out of place and even the axes like attached to his hand yeah weird they didn't look as imposing as um in the in the show yeah but at least he was out of the way fairly fairly swiftly yeah absolutely um okay i i don't know have you got any other odds and ends that you want to that you want to share with the with the listeners 
with the listeners. Um, soundtrack was pretty good. I liked the score um, throughout. I liked the original theme, the da 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 like as the main motif. And then when they leave um, Usopp's Island with the Going Merry for the first time, they intertwine that theme with the anime's first theme, We Are, okay. like an orchestral version yeah. of it. And I'm like, oh, this is great. So, yeah, that that was it for me. That's my only odd man. Yeah, enough. the score's good. It's on Spotify, so stream it now. I'll, um, I'll also give a shout out to the young cast that were in this. So, like, young yeah. Luffy, I thought was great. I thought young Usopp, again, very good. And young Nami and um, young Zoro, they all did a cracking job especially young luffy he looks so young there i don't know how old he is but yeah um, he was such a must be only like 10 yeah 10 11 um so he nailed it young sanji as well tearjerker yes yeah yeah. you gotta go far kid yeah okay thank you all for listening to our us gush and critique one piece the live action the netflix live action um if you haven't seen it go check it out it is weird it is unusual um it captures the the fun and the the, the uniqueness of One Piece, um, essence of the show. The essence of the show, um, and yeah, travel. We'll travel to the Grand Line in season two and see what see how far we get. Um, see if they can keep it up. Yeah, very exciting stuff. Let us know what you guys have been watching, and let us know if uh, there's anything else live actiony that we could watch. Because I actually haven't seen uh, Cowboy Bebop. I haven't read or watched any of the anime or manga oh. so uh like going straight into the live action would be interesting wow um, yeah so uh that would be interesting that'd be an interesting perspective there yeah like just based of this as a tv show yeah. what do you think yeah exactly mm. okay uh thank you all hit us up on instagram and twitter and we will see you next week for another episode of gateway gateway gate gateway gateway gateway, gateway. 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 gateway.